For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Two and one. Good evening, good evening. My name is Richard the Razor Ewing. You just put your game face on, and we do this on Monday evenings at 7 p.m. I have my co-host with me, Matt, the wise and always wise man with me. We're going to get started, but before we do, I always ask the questions. And so if you're trying to figure out how to make sure your grill is set correctly for that President Day barbecue, you are on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out which candidate is going to take over the state of California, you're on the wrong podcast. But if you're looking to get insight into Bay Area sports in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get insight on sports on a national level, you put your game face on. Welcome. Put your feet up. we got a great show for you. Matt, what do we got? What's going on? We got a lot going on. The Warriors are playing tonight. They're going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers after losing uh, against a tough one against the uh, against Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharky's on a two-game slide. A lot going on in the Niners world. Um, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. I saw I, – I, I had texted you the other day, I think, and we were talking about – or either I texted you or we were talking about it, how Deshaun Watson is now – intrigued with the idea of possibly coming to San Francisco or the Broncos. Yeah, that's, that's exciting news. If you're a Niner fan, just, just for even the potential that he may want to come here um, because that's a big piece of the puzzle for the Deshaun Watson, for anybody to get Deshaun Watson is he's got to, he's got to want to go there because he has a no trade clause in his contract. So wherever he's traded to, he gets the final say on it. So um, if he's eyeballing the Niners or the Broncos, um, I'm loving that. The only thing that that holds me back to it is is what's Houston going to do because they're not going to just give him away, and they've they've said as much. Well, this is kind of back to what we had discussed last week too, and that is the fact that they could, you know, use Garoppolo as a trade piece, you know, uh, maybe a couple of draft picks and maybe some money, and now all of a sudden that's a doable trade. I think that gets back to what you stated. The real question is exactly how much does Houston want, you know, for him. Now we all know wherever Deshaun goes, you know, like you said, he he's he's the missing piece to a very very large puzzle, and there's a lot of broken puzzles out there right now as far as the NFL is concerned. But I still think at the end of the day, still a lot has to happen for him to come to San Francisco. Um, you know, and, and then not only that, you know, Lynch has to pull a rabbit out of the hat to make this happen. Okay. Because like you said, Houston's not gonna let him walk easy. Well, and Shanahan has to want him too. And we don't even know if, if he's kind of a Shanahan guy, will he fit in a Shanahan system? Will Shanahan want to 
fit him into his system. So there, I mean, there's a lot to it to make it happen. Um, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm almost just kind of tired of talking about it because it's like, this has been going on already for five or six weeks and March 15th is the date, the deadline for, for free agency. So there's not going to be any movement going on uh, until that date. So I feel like it's just a lot of talk. I mean, it's good talk. It's interesting. It's interesting to think about it, but I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm almost tired of speculating of what can happen, what they would have to give up to get them and, and vice versa. Well, that's, that's all part of it though. Um, man, we, we got to, we got to unfortunately uh, eat the rumor mill pie, if you will. <laughs> okay. Because that's what we do in, in, in sports talk. That's kind of what they do. That's what everybody does. Anytime you got an off season and there's no playing going on, the, the, the fuel is going to, is going to be set by rumors that that's, that's what they need because it also, it also continues to keep the focus on the NFL. So, uh, and you're right. It is getting boring. I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to talk, talk about Deshaun Watson until something happens, but you know, this did come up, you know, uh, last week. So I thought it was pretty, pretty juicy piece of information for the moment. Um, and Richard, even, even with, even no football might be over. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm going to get into it. We're going to pay some bills right here. Yeah, even we- no football might be over. Right. We still have the NBA. We still have college basketball. The NHL is in full swing. And the only place that you should be betting your sports bets is at betonline.ag. Uh, I, I'm thinking about it. The Warriors game tonight is pretty tempting coming off that loss. Steph Curry, I could see him going bananas tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I would almost put money on him. If I did, I would be doing it at betonline.ag. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24-hour online casino. It never closes. So I encourage you, head to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. All right, there you go, people. Think you can make some money? There you go. There's there's, there's a route you can take. Person myself, I like putting in my eight hours every day. That's more. <laughs> I don't have to worry about. Hey, maybe there's someone out there that wants to put money that Deshaun Watson's coming to San Francisco. Maybe there's there someone that's willing to do it. Who knows? Right. Maybe there's someone that's willing to put money that the Sharks are going to make the playoffs. I highly doubt it. The way they started the season, but maybe there's someone that's willing to do it. Yeah, you know, you, you might you might be on onto something there. Um, I want to talk about tonight's game with the Warriors in Cleveland. Interesting piece of information. Apparently, it appears that Andre Drummond apparently is going to be traded by Cleveland. He's not sitting up tonight. As a matter of fact, in the last game, he was seen as wearing a sweatshirt that said farewell. <laughs> I was I, I was kind of entertained by that. I was like, wow, really? Well, that's pretty, that's pretty bold, man. I don't think I, I don't think I could have done something like that. Hey. You, you got to give them props for it. You know, listen, it's a business. So a lot of these guys know that there's business moves going on. There's, there's rumor mills going on. There's discussions going on and I love it. Get creative. Hey, you know what? This may be my last time around here. Uh, farewell. Uh, I love the sweatshirt. Um, it, I, an interesting landing place for him. I, 
man, I would be interested to see, to see where he would go. Uh, the Warriors do need a big man. Uh, they're down two big men right now. Uh, Wiseman looks like he's going to be out another seven to 10 days. So uh, I don't necessarily think the Warriors should make a run at it and make a trade for him because I don't necessarily think the Warriors are a big man centric team, uh, but it would be interesting to see where he goes. Well, you know, something interesting about his numbers is, you know, his numbers are valuable. I mean, he's been, he was averaging 17 points and 10 rebounds per game. I mean, that's, that's, that's lucrative play right there from a big man. So, um, a person myself, I could see him in Boston because the Celtics don't really have a dominant big man right now. And that could give them some leverage in the East. It could, uh, I mean, it could. And the, and the way that the way that the East is going, I mean, it's, it's big ball. Uh, there's a lot of big boys in the East, um, and so you do need size down low if you're going to, if you're going to play in the East. So, so that's, that would be an interesting, an interesting move. Uh, maybe Miami out there looking to, to, to vamp up their team for another run this year. They could use a big man. I think, uh, there's, a, there's just a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of options. I can't even, I can't even remember to do this. You should probably call, call a foul on me for even doing this, man. But I couldn't believe what I heard today. Apparently, the A's signed Sergio Romo to a one-year deal. That I didn't even hear. Yeah. And if that yeah. happened, that's awesome. Sergio yeah. Romo's a baller. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. I thought, wow, he's, a, he's an Oakland A right now. And it, it, it's kind of – and we've seen this before, you know, where you have individuals who start off on one side of the bay – and they either finish their career on the other side of the bay or they go the other way around. Um, why can't I think of the pitcher's name that pitched for the A's and then eventually ended up finishing his career with Giants? Um, got, matter of fact, got him a title, too. Uh, oh, Zito. Zito. Zito, no. Barry Zito, prime example right there. Yeah. Um, but, 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 yeah, I <laughs> and I was kind of shocked. I was like, wow, Sergio Romo still playing. I didn't even realize. I thought, I mean, I know he signed with Minnesota for a couple of seasons, but – that was just very interesting to hear. It, to me, it's just the A's doing the A's. I mean, listen, they got uh, they got Elvis Presley a while back uh, in a trade. <laughs> um, you know, I said it last week, and and now you're getting uh, Sergio Romo, who's you know, let's be honest, is at the end of his career. Uh, so, you know, I'm excited because I'm a Giants fan, and it's just cool to see that he's going to be in the Bay Area playing baseball again. But if I'm an A's fan, I'm not super jumping up and down sided about it. Uh, but for nostalgia, definitely as a Giants fan, it's kind of cool. But it just shows what the A's are all about. They're not, again, not putting together a, a competitive baseball. They're putting together a, a ragtag baseball team to just get them through the year and see if they strike gold. And then once they do strike gold, they're going to sell it all. So mm -hmm. Not that's super pretty, excited. If you're, if you're an age fan, that's pretty depressing to hear. It really is. I mean, come on. You, it's like, why even be a fan at that point? Because you know what they're going to do. Um, I, I, um, I heard today also that, I guess, the I'm sure you saw the situation with Tom Brady when he had the Vince Lombardi trophy, and I guess he tossed it from one boat to the other. Okay. Well, this is the thing. I posted on my social media, so absolutely I saw it. Yeah, but but this was the interesting thing. Apparently, the 
Vince Lombardi trophies that are like even positioned down at 49, 49 Centennial Drive where the Niners are, okay? Those, those trophies that are in there are actually replicas. They aren't actually the real trophy. Now, apparently what Brady had was the real trophy. Okay, okay. He, and, he, and he tossed it to the boat. And this is the thing. Um, oh God, I think it's Lauren Gross. I believe her name is. And I may, I may have butchered, butchered that name. But apparently, her father was the actual sculptor of the original Lombardi Trophy. Okay. Okay. So, so, and apparently, she really got incensed that Tom Brady had done this. So she went on this this rant. And, 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 and by the time she got done, she wanted an actual apology, okay? And she wanted to apologize. She, matter of fact, she wanted Brady to apologize to all the silversmiths, apparently, that had worked to bring the, the Vince Lombardi Trophy together, which I, I thought, wow, is, you want to publish. You, in other words, you feel like this is a direct attack against you, even though you have nothing to do with putting together the actual trophy. Your father did. So I, I don't get it. I, I thought it was amazing i thought it was awesome i loved it i thought it i love seeing tom brady just enjoying it um you know throwing the throwing the trophy okay but look at the stanley cup they drink out of it they pour yeah. all kinds yeah. of stuff inside the cup yeah. to drink out of it and and nobody's throwing a fit that they're desecrating the stanley cup right. so uh, i'm sorry you know that we don't remember the lady's name but for whatever her name is like I'm sorry. Like, let these let them enjoy it. They're celebrating. It's a trophy. Right. It's, it's something that you get when you celebrate an accomplishment or an achievement. Um, come on now. Let's you know. Listen, Peyton Manning made a Super Bowl trophy on ESPN out of a uh, you know Kellogg's cornflakes boxes. Um, you know. So listen it it's a trophy it's to be celebrated it's to to take around it's to have parades it's to right. put up in, in in front of your stadium or, you know at your stadiums come on yeah i'm with you man i think this is way overboard and really she needs to go find something to do okay because at the end of the day nobody owes her anything she didn't do anything to be owed anything Okay. That's their trophy. Yeah, they won that. They won, won that trophy. Right. They put right. in the work. That is their trophy now. Right. And it belongs to them. They can do whatever they want with it now. If they don't want to display it, they don't have to. Wait until they crown somebody else next season. They can do whatever they want. With their trophy. It's theirs. That's right. So so now we look at we look at the San Francisco Giants a bit, and as you probably can tell, my background, I you know. So um, I'm looking at them this year and I'm kind of surprised because I have not really seen anything. I haven't seen anything that shows that they actually want to put together a competitive season for next year. No, no. And, and, and it's disappointing because what was it last year, the year before they were, you know, whoever the, the top free agent was, the Giants were in names were on the list of wanting to be in the running for those top free agents. And then, you know, Farhan Zaidi comes, Farhan comes on board and, and uh, there's no talks of going after these big guns. There's no talks of going after these big, huge free agents. 
and they're and they're really not making moves. And uh, to be honest, in that division, you're dead in the water before you even start the season because the Dodgers and the Padres have gone out and put together a baseball team to compete. Yeah. Um, personally, myself, I, I think the team to watch out in right, right now is the Padres. My God, you see the people they have? Oh, man, they they, they launched they, they must have did like some type of crazy campaign in the offseason or something. Because GoFundMe. Maybe they did a GoFundMe. I don't know. They, they, I don't know where the money's coming from. Oh, look, all I know is they signed, they signed Melanchthon, didn't they? Yeah. God. Melanchthon still got good stuff. I don't understand why. I, and see, that's my point. It's like we didn't do anything to show that we were even interested in this guy. We didn't, he was available and we didn't, we did nothing. And and so, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to understand where. I mean, we signed Farhan because apparently of what he did when he was a Dodger and he was able to put together that crew and that crew became dominant and they've done all those things. But what what did excuse me? But what did he do as a Dodger? They didn't win no championships as as a Dodger, and they had a they had a bolstered sell. I mean, their salary was ridiculous. But they had year after year. They became they became something that they weren't in the last ten seasons. They became competitive. They competed for titles, and they hadn't done that before. Before he got there, that's what they highlighted. Now, whether or not if that has any real validity or not, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate. But that's kind of what the reason why the Giants organization brought him here because they felt like, well, you know what? Look at what he was able to put together in LA. Okay. And it's true. They didn't win, but they were damn close. And that's what they liked. That's why they signed him. And they felt like he would have the business know-how to be able to put together some, 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 some contract out of the mess that they were dealing with that was here. I mean, the Samarja contract. Oh my God. That, that's, that's a mess. Uh, Cueto's contract is a mess. We could go on. Um, but that that's kind of the reason why they brought him here. But now he's here, and he's been here, what, a couple of seasons now, and I haven't seen any real aggressive business moves that makes me say, okay, you know what? This guy wants this team to win. And unfortunately, I think that's just that's going to be the Giants' philosophy. I mean, uh, look at the coaching staff. It's going to be all analytics. Um, you know, and Part of me that drives me crazy because you're taking the feel of the game out of the out of the coach's hands because you're doing things based off of what the numbers tell you to do. And maybe that's kind of what's going on in the front office is is it's just it's all analytics. It's a numbers game. It's a it's a ones and zeros thing. And it's not it's not by feel. Um I don't know. As a Giants fan, it's a little discouraging, but I mean, I do get it is is we are turning a page. We are you know, going from, from a championship team and, and now we're, but, but the problem is now we're like three, four years removed from it. And you're really no, we're no closer to building a, a dominant team here in San Francisco. Um, I feel like we're still a little bit behind. Yeah. A lot behind. Uh, there, you, like you said, there's a lot of old contracts, uh, you know, Buster Cut, Posey coming back this year. What kind of player is he going to be is, does he have anything left in the tank or does he have a lot left in the tank that he just needed a year off? We don't well, know. I, I think, I think Posey will have enough in the tank. I don't think that's in question. I think the year off is going to do him some good. You know, uh, he, he could use a year off. He could use some rest. Not a bad, not a bad choice to do that. 
Uh, plus, he had ample reason to do it. I mean, he's, you know, dealing with, you know, a situation where they've taken on, you know, responsibility of, you know, uh, twins. And, you know, yeah, that, that to me was reasonable. Um, Absolutely. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not worried about Buster Posey. I know Posey's going to come and he's going to bring his A game and do his thing. And also, I couldn't help but notice also, it appears that what I've been talking to my former counterpart about for months, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it, but I am going to do it tonight. Apparently, I still can't believe this is happening. Okay, the A's got approval to pursue the new stadium. It's great. Yeah, it. let's I, go. I, I, I mean, I, I, I was surprised. I was like, wow, really? Like, Where's okay. it at? I'm sorry, what? Where's it going to be at? Oh, look, my background's falling. Oh, that's, that's right. The Giants are angry. The Giants, the Giants are, spirits are angry. I shouldn't have said that, huh? <laughs> it was, I'm telling you, the rivalry is real. That yeah. Bay Bridge rivalry. Yeah. The, the Giants' yeah. spirits are angry that the days are getting a new place. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it apparently they got. They got they got approval to pursue the stadium, and we all know that you know really at the end of the day, one of the things that was holding them up was you know environmental things, and you know people saying, well, you know what, I guess the Oakland Port is not happy that they're doing this because they felt like if they did, it would it would you know basically cause you know uh, uh, the the convolution of you know traffic because you know traffic really coming and going to the games. Then you have the traffic of the port, and they think that's going to be a bad idea. But apparently, they're saying, "Well, no. Um, you know, they they actually do have the ability to go and 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 get you know approval for you know this state in which I am very very you know happy for them because we know this has been an ongoing conversation with Dave Cavill. Um, he's been going on and on talking about the stadium, the stadium, the stadium, and then we didn't hear nothing for like what almost six months. You know, all of a sudden we find out, yeah, they, they actually can pursue the stadium. So I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm going to miss those super cheap tickets. I'm going to miss those super cheap hot dogs way in the upper deck. Um, I'm going to miss uh, the sitting in, in the bleachers out there at, at the Coliseum uh, with the drummers right in your ear. Um, yeah. I know the drummers are going to go over to the new place, but um, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss, Base, some baseball at, at the Coliseum, even though it's a terrible stadium. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to miss it, I, but I am excited to see what, what the future has in store for the A's. And I really, really hope that uh, they could put a team together to put on that new field. More, more. I tell you one thing, you're, you're right about those hot dogs. Cause man, those hot dogs are good, man. Super I cheap, like a buck up yeah. in the, in the, and, you, and it was all you can eat. Like you can yeah. keep going back. Yeah. And, and you went back. Of course, good. look yeah, how fat I am. I went yeah, back. Matter of fact, I, I went back. Hey, put some cheese on that. Throw some onions. Give me the whole, okay? And yeah, you went back for that. My wife taught me how to eat a hot dog at the Coliseum because I used to eat them plain. And she said, "No, no, you got to put the relish, the mustard, yeah, yeah, you gotta, everything on it." Look, but I will say this much: the one thing you don't do, and I am going to quote Clint Eastwood, "Never, ever put ketchup on a hot dog." Don't put ketchup on a hot dog. I wouldn't say don't put mayonnaise on a hot dog, but... No, 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 don't do that either. Don't tell you something. Uh, uh, Raheem uh, Mostert. You, uh-huh. know, you know what I nicknamed him? What's that? I nicknamed him Mustard. Mustard? Yeah. Why you is that? Why? You know why? No, well, tell me. Well, because when you when you go and you get a hot dog, right, 
and you put the cheese on that and it's in there. Now, now, now what's going to make that dog better? Well, you need relish. Okay, relish, but still. And then, and then to, but on the very top, you're right. You put on mustard. You put mustard on that dog. So, so, so that's what's going to make it better. And to me, Raheem, when he got in, he just made it better. So he just, he put some mustard on that. <laughs> it's the last top condiment you need to that's complete it. your hot dog. That's it. That's it. So, so, but when we think about, go back to the 49ers and we go back to the Garoppolo issue. And I, I can't believe I saw something, I guess, what was it? I guess Jarek McKinnon was giving this very, very rude and exuberant goodbye. And I was just like, dude, really? Really? You, you, boy, you, you know what? You, you, you look, wait a minute. And don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> you, you didn't, you didn't bring that much to the table. Uh. <laughs> no, unfortunately he did. He didn't because of injuries. Um, and you, you think he would have a little more, a little more decorum on the way out or class, I guess you could say on the way out because the 49ers did, did take care of him. I feel yeah, he got paid. I mean, I, I mean, you were there for how many seasons and you only contribute maybe one or two. But you still, you still walked out with millions of dollars. As far as I'm concerned, I would have been like, "Well, no, it was, it was good being here." Or like you said, have some decorum, have some class. No, no, what'd you do? You went out like a, you know what? You went out like a butt. Okay, look, and it's just like, okay, fine, that's what you're gonna do. Well, then, you know what? Like I said, don't let the door hit you on the way out. But, but you know, um, I do want to say this much. I think it would be really, really big of Jed York to go ahead. And sign my man, the the the, the stud, uh, uh, 16 seeds in the NFL at running back. I knew you were going there. You want yeah. Frank Gore yeah. to come back, right? Yeah, yeah. Bring him back, sign him. He don't have to run every play. He don't have to run every game. Just sign him. Let him finish as a 49er. Let him retire as a 49er. He loved it here. We love. Can, is there anyone here in the Bay Area that will say anything bad about Frank Gore? Not a bad thing you can say about him. Great player. Um, I loved watching him at college. Loved watching him with the 49ers. Um, bring him back. But the Niners have a lot. They, they've got a lot of work to do this offseason. And they've got a lot of free agents that they're going to have to make decisions on who they're going to sign and who they aren't. Um, and, and Frank Gore may be, may be on that list, but he probably pretty far down that list of some of the decisions the Niners have to make this off season, because I was looking at a, a list on ESPN and, and it was quite extensive. And, you know, you've been saying that Trent Williams is number one on the list of what they're going to do there. Um, but you know, use checks, a free agent, um, you know, there's a lot of other decisions. There's a lot of decisions on the defensive end too. And that secondary, um, that they could be losing some solid players. Well, I tell you right now, they're definitely are going to lose some solid players in, in the secondary and with good reason. Some of those players, in my opinion, kind of based on their stats, they probably shouldn't get paid like they've been getting paid. Keller Weatherspoon? You think Keller Weatherspoon should get paid? No, Weatherspoon's gone already. Well, he's already gone. Yeah, he's but to the Jets, so you got to re, you got to replace, right? So yeah, you have to replace, but you don't replace by spending. You got draft picks. You got guys on the practice squad. Work them out. My whole deal is what I'm saying is that you got some guys in their secondary that are getting paid a lot of money and they shouldn't. You renegotiate those contracts. Um, my whole deal is 
I tell you right now, one, one contract you're definitely not renegotiating, okay? And that's Fred Warner. Warner can give Warner whatever he wants, okay? Because that guy is, is just a wrecking crew. Mm -hmm. Sherman's gone. He's not there. Sherman's gone. Uh, Chikoski Tart uh, is another one. Kwan Williams is another one that that they they need to make decisions on. Uh, the thing about Tart is, I think a lot of what's going on with him is what is his physical health like. When he's healthy, he's a baller. When he's healthy, yeah, yeah. Okay? But if he's not healthy, uh, paying him doesn't make any sense. Um, for Kwan, I probably would pay him. <laughs> I would say K1 because K1 is just this dude, this dude, on any given night, this dude can get it done. Okay. Well, and this is my concern. I mean, we, we sit here and we talked about it and we listed four or five players and we said, ah, we could do without him. Oh, he's going here. He can go there. Sherman's not, you know, we did all that. Who's left? Who's left in the secondary? Um, not a lot of, not a lot. So, so you're going to have to do work in the secondary. Um, because I feel you've lost a lot if you're the 49ers. Yeah, you've lost a lot, but let's keep it real. They lost a lot last season. That's the reason why they weren't the team they were a year before. And we got to understand something. And they also understand. I'm sure Shanahan understands. I'm sure Lynch understands. Every year is different. This isn't new to this, to this, this culture team. It isn't new to the front office. They know exactly what they're getting into. They know every year things change. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have the same team that you had the year before. If you do, then you're probably spending way too much money. And if you do that, then you're probably not going to get everything you need to get out of all those players. Because we know what happens when you overspend. Okay. Right. You got a bunch of group of guys that are so busy making money. They don't, they don't remember what they're there for. And that that's been permeated throughout the league. This is the end of our show. <laughs> It goes by so fast. It does. We only got 30 minutes. So, but I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing like sitting up here on a Monday night, chopping it up with my good friend, Matt Wise, and with all of you who are watching. And by the way, if you guys subscribe, get yourself one of these. It's our Game Face t-shirts. Put your emails in the comment section. Yeah, put it in there. We're going to send you a, we're going to send you a Game Face t-shirt. We'd love to send it to you. But you have been sitting here with us, and we appreciate that. Love to have you on. This is Game Face, part of the Bleed Talent Network. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing, and he is Matt the Wise Wiseman. You can come in, put your feet up, relax. But if you do, you better have your Game Face on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.